So we have a special promotion going on here in February. This is our diesel tablet. This was just launched last year. This is our mid-range diagnostic tool. It will do thousands of the most common diagnostic commands. So if you're working on your EGR system, you're trying to change engine parameters, you're trying to work on your SDR system, this will do the resets, the calibrations, the installs, all the things. You can one tap to repair information to get instant repair information for all your fault codes. It's a great, great tool to put inside your shop and it's priced very, very aggressively for the price point. And in February, we have a special promotion going on. So if you buy this tool in February and there's a limited amount, you will get five free online training courses. So these online training courses are not about the tool. These courses are about how to do electrical, how to troubleshoot after treatment systems, how to do all this advanced stuff that you need to know for today's commercial truck. So it's a $500 value, comes absolutely free with the product for the month of February. Check it out, 30 day money back guarantee. We know you're gonna love it. We sold a ton of these things already. So I remember years ago, like a decade ago, I'm uh, working the parts counter and I get this catalog which was a company called Dorman. They got like some forward lighting in there, some headlights. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Who the heck are these guys, right? So, you know, flash forward now, Dorman with all their acquisitions and everything will will probably be doing like that 1.6 to $2 billion a year in revenue this year. They're, they're a dominant player in the automotive. Uh, they have really kind of taken over the HD aftermarket here by storm. Um, and now they're getting into power sports as well with, with one of the recent acquisitions. So uh, what's amazing here is they're a publicly traded company. So you can actually follow them. You can see their revenue. You can see you can see other margins. You can see all the things. Um, but it, it's been really interesting uh, to work with these guys because they found me uh, several years ago and were interested in, in working with us because we sell diagnostic tools. We're trying to figure out what things to make or how, how it's going to be needed. They saw what happened in automotive. So these guys are really a student of history. They they know what happened in automotive. They saw it all happen. They've run for 100 years. And they know the story is going to repeat out the same way in HD. And they're putting together the resources. So you will see in this episode, we talk about some new products. And uh, they really do save technicians time. They save truck owners time. And that's really what it comes down to at the end of the day is saving people time. If we save you time, you make more money or you save a bunch of money. One of those two things happen. That's that's really the only reason you should even do business with me is if I save you time or money. Uh, so I, I hope you enjoy listening to this. And, and again, just a small piece of all the tech and all the changes that are going on in our aftermarket space are, are happening right in front of our eyes. And uh, it was great to have a chance to talk with Dan in here. So enjoy the episode and uh, thank you for watching. Welcome back, everyone. Another episode of the DL. I am your host, Tyler Robertson. And today we're doing like a little follow-up here. So we've, we've done some things in the past, both on podcasts, both on webinars, and all kinds of things with our good friends over at Dorman Products. So I brought Dorman back on here today because we do have some joint stuff we do with the guys over at Dorman. They've been terrific partners. And we thought it'd be great to kind of explain all the things that are kind of going on, give her a fresh update here. So Daniel, like, welcome, welcome back on, man. Thanks, Tyler. Appreciate you having me. Excited for uh, some of our conversation here today. Yeah, yeah. No, this is going to be good. I think uh, I think the industry is always looking for new solutions. And I, th- what this all goes back to is people want to fix their own things, right? Like that's that's really what it is, the heart of it. And they want options in the marketplace, that right to repair, all the things. And now with what you got going on at Dorman here, well, we're first going to talk about CPC and CPC4 repairs specifically. So maybe just start with, like what? What is what is a CPC for? <laughs> Why would they even yeah. care about this? Yeah, great question. And I think you know, as we get into this, you know, the heart is not only do people want the right to repair their own things, 
You know, we believe people really need the right to repair their own things, right? They need alternate solutions, you know, not to not to beat up a dead point here on supply chain we've all been talking about for years, but the reality is true, right? You know, if people don't have options of where to go for parts and repair, uh, downtime and uptime really suffers here. So the CPC4, it's a central powertrain controller. Um, four is just the fourth generation. It is the powertrain control module. Uh, for Detroit diesel engines. So things like the engine control module, transmission control module, and a number of sensors across the powertrain all communicate through this central module. Clearly critical, right, for operation of that powertrain. And um, unexpectedly, it's failing at a very high rate. And uh, Detroit diesel was out of stock um, and continues to really be challenged on inventory. Yeah, it's great. You got one in your hands there. Yeah, yeah, I brought one on here, so people are on the video portion. This is a this is a CPC. I don't I don't think it's a four. I think it's one of the other ones. But um, you know, they don't look like much, right? Like little black boxes, and and all of a sudden you realize if this thing's not working, your truck ain't moving. Like it's it's done, right? It, it's absolutely crazy. Um, and then of course, like you said, supply chain. They ran out of them. <laughs> they couldn't get them. And I saw people were listing the people that had them. I don't know what they normally cost, like three, four grand or something. They're going for like 10 G's on eBay and people were paying for them because it was that or no truck. Like it just got crazy and the theft and all the all the crime yeah, that was happening around it was, it was crazy. Right. The, the, the demand was so high. I mean, you've got dealership lots and fleet lots where, I mean, they're getting hit, you know, 15, 20 trucks in a night. We're actually talking to customers, both on the fleet side as well as the dealership side that are actually getting new trucks in and they're on the lot, but they're actually pulling the CPC port modules out of the trucks. Um, and keeping them in a secure place because theft has been a real issue here. Yeah, it just, it's crazy. It used to be like, you know, catalytic converters right in cars. People are going underneath. Now it's like, go for computers on these things. Um, so how does it work, right? Like, okay, I got a CPC4. It's the issue. It's been diagnosed. Dealers out of them. There is no aftermarket solution, unfortunately, for ECMs to buy like buy like new ones, right? It has to come from the factory. So how does it, how does the process work now? Um, if a customer wants to do this, and by the way, we do do these right on our website, right? So people can come buy them from us. I know you get some other people selling these things as well through distribution, but how does it work from the customer's point of view? So this is uh, what we commonly refer to as an R&R, a uh, repair and return program. Um, you know, it's not necessarily the easiest program. I think that's a, a fair consideration. You know, if we had our, you sort of touch on it, if we had our ideal state, we'd be selling new. Um, so, and we do that because that gets you back on the road as fast as possible, right? You've got truck module fails, part, you know, you name it fails. You know, we want that on the shelf in your local market. So, you know, owner operator fleet can go and buy that part and put it on the, you know, back on the vehicle. In this case, like you said, new is, you know, that's a very difficult, lengthy proposition. This just got on our radar here over the summer. So for us to go to market quickly, we recognize that just new wasn't, wasn't available. Um, and then there's no core because there's no, there's, you know, there's, there's no inventory from the dealer. So, so there's no core. And uh, Freightliner's just starting to play a little bit into some remand. So there's maybe a little bit of core starting to move into the market. But in general, there's no core out there. So, you know, how this works effectively, you know, owner of the vehicle, whether that's an owner operator, you know, fleet, et cetera, is uh, placing an order and sending us to our re repair facility in Harrisburg, um, their module. When we get it, we serialize 100% of the units uh, because we want to make sure that we're keeping the exact unit going back onto the exact truck. Um, and from there, we do the actual repair. And the repairs, um, you know, focus on a couple key components that are nearly 100% failure rate. 
Now, this failure is really being caused by the way the boards themselves, the way these modules inside that black box are being built. Um, you know, our engineers have broken down that failure mode. Nearly 100% of these boards are going to fail. And that's not the expectation from when they were built. It's really a, just a reality of the way they're manufactured, where you're getting some issues on the, um, on the board from production. And so we go ahead and sort of strip off all of the waterproof coating, which is a very difficult process, which really never intended to be removed. This board was intended to be a forever solution that never needed to be repaired or replaced. And so we've got to take off uh, all of that we call conformal coating. It's a, a protective coating to prevent any kind of moisture from, uh, you know, from damaging the electronic circuits. We go through all this repair process, rebuild it, x-ray all of the solder joints because that's critical to make sure they're all um, in perfect working order. And then from there, we've got to do some software work, right? We've got to reprogram them for the vehicle itself. Um, so it's sort of like your computer. There's two steps. We've got to get the right base software on. I would say it's sort of like the BIOS on your computer. And then we've got to actually program it to the VIN so that when it gets back to the, the truck owner, it's actually plug and play to be able to put right back in the truck and get right back on the road. Well, I know you guys, we just started doing this with you guys a couple months ago, and I know there's already been a price change. It actually went down. Um, I saw that now it's 100% plug and play. It wasn't before. Uh, so it, so far, it's been it's been good. We've had some customers put some orders through. Things have happened, and their their vehicles have gotten back on the road. And I can just imagine the complexity because I, I know, like, I, I, I get it, right? These weren't never meant to be disassembled and repaired, as you said. Um, I actually have, a, like, it's still kind of like an off story, but I, got, I, I like playing pinball, right? So I got a pinball machine. Um, it's like an old one. It doesn't work anymore. One of the fuses blew and one of the boards kind of like fried a chip and I could not find that chip anywhere. It was like, it was like impossible to, to find oh, the whole board. It was like impossible. Like nobody has them. They stopped making them 20 years ago and had to find someone to do a similar thing, like take the chip off and put a new chip on and reset everything and, and make sure it works. So, um, it is amazing though, how you can get into like circuit repair is it, what's the turnaround time currently looking like or what i guess what's what do you guys kind of tell people and where where's the reality of what it's looking like for turnaround time on these things yeah question i'm going to sort of take that in two ways because you, you mentioned some change we've had right we've had a price reduction into the market and we're now 100 percent plug and play you know we first started this over the summer that we were able to do some repair um, and it was a very handheld manual process um, and a very lengthy process so we've you know made pretty significant investments into people, um, equipment, technology, and that's allowed us to go from a capacity of about five to 10 units a week when we first started to about five to 600 units a week now. So just a huge increase in capacity. Um, and obviously that allows us for a ton of efficiency. So really happy that our team was able to capture, you know, that cost efficiency and push that through um, to the market to try to bring down the repair cost here. And then moving to 100% plug and play, you know, for us, that's critical, right? You know, as we sort of see some of the biggest issue at the really large fleet starting to wane a little bit, um, what we're seeing is that mid-market fleet and the owner-operator really challenged right now. And that's the kind of, um, you know, vehicle owner that really needs a plug-and-play solution, right? Oftentimes doesn't have high-powered equipment inside the shop to do some of these reconfigurations. And we just don't want someone having to take that part back to the dealer. Uh, from a turnaround time standpoint, we sort of commit a 10-day turnaround, and that includes shipping. So the whole process, we really want to keep uh, control of the board from the time you place your order, because like you said, it's out of stock of the dealer. So gosh forbid we lose it, I can't replace it. If I break it, I can't replace it. So it's really critical that we sort of maintain that control. So we're paying the shipping both ways, 
but to get it into our facility and get it back to the customer. Um, and we do that overnight shipping by default, right? Our entire goal here from the beginning has been about getting as many trucks back on the road that are off the road as fast as possible. We've got stories from people that have trucks that are off the road for nine months, 12 months, and have no line of sight. Um, and so when you think about that, especially at that mid-market fleet or that owner-operator, right, they're probably paying a note on that, that asset. And you come in one day and you turn the key and it just doesn't start. And uh, that's about the worst case scenario when you think of a small fleet or an owner-operator, and it's really painful. Um, and the dealer just can't get them back on the road here. So for us, timing was everything and speed was everything. Um, so yeah, from your turnaround time question, right? we commit 10 days. We're paying that overnight shipping both ways. But our current turnaround time internal is running about three days or under. Our total process is about 24 hours if we were only working on that individual module. Yeah, we're running about a two to three day turnaround time internal, getting that back as fast as possible. Yeah. So, I mean, I've, I've been to your your place up in uh, Philadelphia. I have, we've worked with Thorman now for a couple of years. If anything I've learned is like you guys know how to, to how to put some resources behind something to scale it. So I it, it's actually amazing. I just I actually saw a press release that announced you guys came up with like dormant overall, the auto side and HD side. It was over four thousand new products last year. You start cranking out the math, you're like, man, they are they are burning through stuff. It's like a it's like a well-oiled machine over there at this point. Um, last question on on the CPC stuff. Like the one question we keep getting is like, can you do this X, XYZ ECM? Something else. Is there is there a future path here towards doing some other ECMs? Great, great question. So, you know, and I think I'll take that in a way. It's like, I, I can't answer what's coming when, uh, but we do recognize there is a, um, a real need here for additional levels of electronic repair. Um, so we do have a team, like, like you said, when we, uh, when we see a need that's especially impacting uptime, we'll throw a lot of resources at it and get it figured out. Um, so we are working on a comprehensive solution for electronic repair because the number of modules on trucks has increased very rapidly over the last five years. Frankly, we don't see that ending anytime soon. Um, new truck builds. I mean, look, you order a truck today, it's still 18 to, to 18 months to two years out at a minimum. And so, you know, that also is going to be continuing, which is going to put continued pressure on all of these uh, these electronic components. Yeah, like one of the when I first started working with you guys, what I saw really clearly was like you guys are really big in this aftermarket for the automotive. Um, and you guys were fairly big into the the HD, and now you're, now you're very big with the whole Dayton acquisition and everything else going on. Uh, but what what impressed me was like you guys already know what's going to happen. You've been there for automotive, like you guys have been around for 100 years. You saw exactly this, the trends and the technology and the safety features and ADAS and computers. And now it's like the story's just playing over again, the exact same way in commercial truck. Um, and then like we all know where it's going to be three, five, ten years from now. So it, it's really it's really great to see companies being being forward focused, uh, just looking at all those things. Um, and I think, I think one of them is too, is the diesel decoder. So, you know, we gotta, we gotta talk about the diesel decoder and I guess maybe you want, you want to explain it to people like what is the diesel decoder? Yeah. So the diesel decoder is a, is a handheld tool, um, designed to pair with a driver's phone to allow for really quick sort of triage level information, access to information. And I get the question all the time, you know, Dorman's not in the tool business or, you know, Dayton parts and the heavy duty side is not in the tool business. And as we as we talk about it, the reality is, yeah, and, and you sort of touched on an automotive, you know, we went through the consolidation, the maturation of the automotive market, and a lot of that was driven by right to repair. We sort of touched on that early. And and the data, the access to the repair information needed to enable and empower a really strong independent repair market, right? Your local auto shop down the street to do any repair needs on your vehicle. 
And the same is starting to happen in heavy duty. There's some amount of access to right to repair, but still a lot of the increasing level of complexity of repair after treatment, emissions requirements, et cetera, you know, 95 plus percent of that spend goes back to the dealer. And, um, and that's a, a new spend for many fleets, really for most fleets out there. It's a number one spend right with diesel and tires um, and after treatment. And they really feel like they have nowhere to go. They don't know the information. They don't know how to do diagnostic. God forbid, you know, they get a maintenance indicator light or, you know, worse, they get a D-rate and, you know, you just naturally call the dealer, right? Or you call a mobile repair and, and there's a good place for that. But oftentimes you get a check engine light. It's just the light that says something's going on. And without knowing what the cause is, I don't know if I'm going to cause incremental damage to my engine or my after treatment system. I don't know if I'm going to be D-rated in 15 or 20 miles. And so really not having access to that information really hinders the ability of that independent repair market to repair their own vehicles. And, and you touch on it. People want to repair their own stuff. So the diesel decoder allows someone, you know, when they get a fault code on their vehicle, on their you know heavy duty truck, sort of pull over, pull their phone out, pair it to the device itself, and very quickly not only get the fault codes that are causing that, that check engine light or that malfunction indicator light, but they're able to get with the diesel laptops repair platform, they're able to get from fault code to the actual cause, the descriptive cause of that failure in seconds. Um, and that access to that information, you know, thanks to your team and what you guys do is free. So, you know, when you talk about the triage information, I can go from having no idea what's going on to know the exact part that's causing it, if it's gonna cause incremental damage, if it's gonna put me into D-rate, and now I'm empowered to decide what to do. Maybe I decide now I need roadside service, right? I'm gonna be derated in five minutes. Maybe I decide I can drive hundred miles. I can complete my trip, send those fault codes into a, to a third party repair facility and get them working on the parts. And that ability to do that, at least triage level diagnostic, we believe empowers people to choose the aftermarket every day for their repairs. Yeah, so I'm gonna talk about the repair information a little bit. And just to, to clarify for the audience that they're not aware, like diesel laptops like makes this. We we work with them, it's powered by diesel laptops. Dorman helps distribute it along with some of our other distributors. Um, so what we've done now for the repair information is we've actually they can already today, they if you have this tool, you can literally like like Daniel was just saying, you can literally like connect, pull up a it gives you the fault codes on your screen, you tap it, and it tells you how to fix it. So we've had that since it launched. And the really cool thing coming out here in the first quarter of 2023 is really like this is really like groundbreaking stuff. This has never been done in the commercial truck space is now instead of it just saying like you need an EGR valve, you need a knock sensor, you need a CPC4 or whatever it is. It'll actually have the number right there. The part number you need to buy to fix your truck will be right there. And, and what we're trying to accomplish here is, is what we've been talking about the theme, getting it so people can just fix their stuff as quickly as possible. These commercial trucks are tools to make people money. Like that's that's what yep. they are at the end of the day. It's not like a personal automobile where you can just go rent another one down the street and get going again. It's a little more complicated in our space. So I'm really excited in quarter in quarter one, we'll be having some videos, some demos that come out, actually showing people in literally less than three minutes, plugging in, plugging in your diagnostic tool, your, your Dorman diesel decoder, and here's the part number you need to buy to fix it. So I, I'm really looking forward to it. I think, I'm correct me if I'm wrong, but I think customers are gonna love that feature. I, I think we might have just undersold that, Tyler. I mean, like, you know, I think this is gets to the heart of what you and your team have been building for years here. And um, if this doesn't get you excited about the future of, you know, heavy duty repair, frankly, I don't know what what does. Right. I mean, you're 
you're building a solution really that's better than the dealer, right? So the dealer, I've got to call, I've got to get my VIN, and it's a great solution, right? They can pull up the part number for you right away. They've got access to the build sheets. They know exactly what it is. Get you the part. Here it is. You can go on your way. And now you're allowing somebody to do that same work with a, with a device that, you know, really is relatively inexpensive, um, puts it in every single vehicle, puts that access to what is dealer-level part lookup in the palm of your own hand. Um, and then, again, empowering someone to choose what part to buy and where to buy it from. I think that's, uh, yeah, we're, we're probably, uh, you know, a couple months away from really changing this space and heavy duty and, and how people think about repairing their trucks. And the other feature that's now available for well, for the diesel coder is what we call diesel health. So for customers that are out there, if you have uh, a bunch of trucks and your drivers all have them and you want to be able to see on a website, all your vehicles with all your scans and all the history, it's now available. So there is a monthly subscription to that. It's called diesel health. It's not that expensive. It's going to cost you a couple bucks a month, but it gives you tremendous insight into everything that's going on uh, with all your vehicles. And not only that, but from there, you can still one click over to repair information from fault code or pull a wiring diagram up or pull a component locator up. And all this repair information we're talking about is called diesel repair. And it's a freemium model. So for free, it doesn't cost you anything to get repair information on fault codes, 100% free. If you want step-by-step -step troubleshooting or you want to download more than two or three wiring diagrams a month, yeah, you're going to have to pay a fee, but you can download them. You can save them on your phone. You can save them on your computer, retrieve them for later access. Uh, it's a great platform. we got over 1,500 customers a month signing up for Giesel Repair at this point. So I think the word's spreading fairly quickly here with everything. And I think the other point we need to talk to about the Diesel Decoder too is we've added some more region commands to it. So I think that functionality is is looking pretty robust on the regen side now. Yeah, so I've just got in my hands sort of list of vehicles, class eight that that you know force regen is covered. You know, really when you talk about you know adding in the international N13, which you know most of those vehicles are under warranty at this point. Uh, you know, all the pack RP codes, etc. You know, this thing really now is communicating to every relevant class eight vehicle that's on the road at this point, and being able to do that sort of like, again, that triage level command, right? Bi-directional commands and some of the stuff that's in the in the roadmap here to, to come early this year, you're really empowering people to, to select where they wanna you know, get their parts, put the parts on themselves, and even do the commands that traditionally have been exclusive at, you know, at your local dealership, do those basic commands, right? A force regen, a DPFS reset, you know, the type of commands that allow you to complete that repair and get back on the road. So I can tell the audience now, if you're looking at the decoder, all class eight commercial trucks that have a, have a DPF on them, now the region commands in the tool. Um, and a lot of the medium duty has been added as well. The Cummins stuff's already all, all in there and along with a couple others, the Hinos and some Isuzu stuff. So all the, that's in there. Um, for now, here's the great thing. It's all free. It's all included. So when you buy one of these guys, you you get all the region commands. Eventually, it will be a paid subscription. It's not going to cost an arm and a leg. It'll be in that $25 a month, and you can go month-to-month -month type thing. Um, and I'm sure we'll get some free months away for all existing customers and, and do some things as well. So uh, I'm really looking forward to that. And as, as Daniel was telling too, like the, the reset commands are, are right on the right on the pathway as well behind all this. And that's that's the big part of it. And I remember sitting down with Dorman Massman like four years ago. I came up there and I had all the the auto guys asking me like, "Hey, can you can your can your guys' tool program door switches? Can you do it?" I'm like, "No, we don't we don't have that in the automotive in the HD world. Like, you don't need to program a component 
to work on a truck. You just put it on. But as we're talking about CPC fours require repair, you're starting to see it more and more with like reset commands and initialization commands on things. And seeing where the auto industry went, I don't think we're that far away from uh, the parts manufacturers, these, these components that get installed needing some type of calibration or in programming event like you do on the automotive side, which I'm sure you're familiar with as well. Yeah. And I mean, you know, and not only on sort of like some complex modules, right, on say, say powertrain control or engine control, you know, we're already starting to see it on some of those other components, right, whether that's door switches, window switches, et cetera. You know, most Class 8 vehicles, you know, up until even a few years ago, pretty much were all, right, window cranks. But the reality is driver retention and, and recruitment is more and more difficult. So creature comforts are really coming into Class 8 very quickly, probably, you know, faster than adoption happened in automotive years ago. And, and not all those switches to say control your window are just a basic switch like they would have been years ago. You know, a lot of those now have embedded software and, um, you know, smart boards directly on the switch. You know, things like, you know, anti-pinch and, um, and other configurations. And it's no accident that the, um, the, the parts manufacturers are going to make that sort of as difficult as possible to, to recreate in the aftermarket. Uh, but yeah, we'll be on the forefront of not only the repair solution, right, the parts and all the embedded software, um, but certainly this partnership with diesel laptops is critical to make those um, the sort of the calibration and configuration portion of the repair available as well. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I got to ask you, too, you guys bought Dayton about a year ago, I think it was somewhere in that neighborhood. Um, I think like everyone kind of turned their eye all of a sudden like, oh, boy, here comes, you know, here comes a big brother, you know, buying up some some pretty established people in the in the marketplace. How's it been going with the Dayton part side? Is everyone getting along? Things going well? How's that? How's that work melding things together? Yeah, probably the elephant in the room. Maybe we should have let in with uh, some Dayton. So, yeah, Dorman acquired Dayton parts about 18 months ago. Um, you know, we're pretty clear. Our goal was to accelerate our heavy-duty strategy um, as Dorman products. So we really now are Dayton Parts, driven by Dorman in the heavy-duty space. We're operating as one company um, and one brand. You know, it's going phenomenal. We uh, back in April of 2022, we really moved all of our customers together, operating out of Dayton Parts as a single platform, and that's empowered all of our customers and heavy-duty to have access to all of the sort of future repair, the above frame type repairs on some of the legacy dormant type of product lines. And then, you know, likewise, all the customers having full access, all the below frame repair as well uh, is really critical, right? That's the repairs that are needed every single day, steering, suspension, um, chassis, et cetera. So combining those two portfolios has really been great to start to be a single company that can provide nearly every repair need that a, that a fleet or an owner operator needs to keep that truck on the road. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's crazy. I remember when Dorman first came out with like forward lighting, I think it was. I was like, who the heck are these guys? And all of a sudden now it's like, like you said, from the bottom of the frame all the way to the top, like it's it's really expanding out. So it, it's been great to, to watch from a, from a distance here and see see what's happening over there. And I know you guys got into, the, into Super ATV and got into the, the power sports business as well, which is also a business we play in. We actually sell marine diagnostic tools and diagnostic tools for ATVs and motorcycles. So it's... Uh, it's been a it's been a good ride and a great partnership here working uh, working with the fine folks over at Dorman. So hopefully we can uh, keep moving a bunch of diesel decoders, keep working on new projects together, and I, I think there's a, a good future here for both companies. A great the future of the aftermarket is bright, right? Having access to the repair information, having access to a growing portfolio of parts needed, um, and all the configuration and calibrations is just exactly what an owner owner or an operator needs to to do all the repairs. 
Yeah, I keep telling people this. I think I say this on every podcast episode now. Like, we have a shortage, right? Shortage of parts. But the biggest shortage we have is, like, the length of time it takes to fix something. And it's usually the dwell time. But then you have the diagnostic time and the repair process time as well. You know, for these long, lengthy repairs. And I keep telling people it only gets fixed two ways. A, we do have a diesel technician shortage. We need to try to do some new and different things to encourage people to come into our industry. But technology. And people that listen to the podcast, they see it here at Diesel, what we're doing with different products. But there's companies like yours. They're doing the CPC4 repair site. It's the same thing. We're just trying to get that vehicle back on the road quicker and more efficiently than what already exists. So, Daniel, it's been it's been great having you come on coming on the DL here. Uh, people want to get a hold of you or Dorman or whatever. Where where should they go? Or Dayton, I should say. Dayton Parts, I believe. Yep. So uh, so we in the heavy duty are Dayton Parts. So they should go to DaytonParts.com, uh, email and contact information is there. Reach out to anybody. Uh, we'd love to have conversations around how we can support uh, uptime and how we can be your partner in uptime. All right. As we end every episode, it's not just diagnostics. It's diagnostics done right. You heard a bunch of solutions here. CPC4 repair, the diesel decoder, regens, reset commands coming, one tap to part number to buy things. Great, great things coming down the pipeline here in the future. So appreciate you watching. Appreciate you listening. Like, subscribe, comment, share. We love all that stuff. It helps us tremendously. We will catch you on the next episode.